I'm Paul Taylor. Welcome to another edition of Wisdom Wednesdays. This week, I'm going to talk about some shocking new research out of University of California, Riverside, um, that shows that there is a the most prevalent oil, uh, cooking oil used in the United States, appears to not only lead to obesity and diabetes, but could also have a significant impact on neurological conditions like Alzheimer's disease, anxiety, depression, and even autism. Now, there's a little bit of a spoiler alert here as the research was done on mice. And the same research group actually found in 2015 that soybean oil induces obesity, diabetes, insulin resistance and fatty liver disease in mice. And then they followed it up with a 2017 study um, that showed that if they engineered the soybean oil to be low in in a certain fatty acid called linoleic acid, it actually induced less obesity and insulin resistance. It was still harmful, but not as harmful. Now, I have talked before about the limitations of studies in animals um, and that they obviously need to be replicated in humans. But given the widespread damaging effect of this, I think it is certainly worthwhile to take note of it. Now, as I said before, this is the most widely used oil in the US food system. It's used widespread for fast food frying. It's added to packaged goods. It's fed to livestock. Um, And it is the most widely produced and consumed edible oil in the US. But not only the US, it's used all throughout the world and particularly the Western world and um, in food processing. And in all likelihood, it is not good for humans. Now, the new study published this month in the journal Endocrinology um, compared mice that were fed three different diets that were high in different types of fat. One was soybean oil. The other was the soybean oil that they'd modified to be low in linoleic acid as per the 2017 study. And the third oil that they used uh, was coconut oil. Now, as I said earlier, in 2017, they found that there were different effects between the normal soybean oil and the modified soybean oil. In this study, they didn't find any difference between the modified and the unmodified soybean oil's effects on the brain. And specifically, they found pronounced effects of the oil on the hypothalamus, which is hugely, hugely important for the brain. There's a number of critical brain processes that take place. And and Margarita um, Kuras Colazo, who was one of the researchers, um, actually said that the hypothalamus regulates body weight via metabolism. It maintains body temperature. It's critical for reproduction and physical growth, as well as your response to stress. So obviously, anything that's going to impact upon the hypothalamus has a huge impact. And we know from other studies that stress can actually have an impact on the hypothalamus and then cause widespread impacts upon the metabolism. So the team actually identified a number of genes in the mice-fed soybean oil that were not functioning correctly. And one of the genes um, was the gene involved in oxytocin, which is to do with love and trust. And in, in the mice that were fed soybean oil, levels of oxytocin in the hypothalamus actually went down. Now, this was only on male mice. It hasn't been replicated on female mice. And as I said, 
It's an animal study. However, the research team discovered that roughly 100 other genes were also affected by the soybean oil diet. And they believe that this discovery could have ramifications um, for energy metabolism, but also brain function and diseases of the brain, such as autism, Parkinson's disease, and potentially other diseases. Now, it is important to note that they haven't nailed down any proof that the oil causes these diseases. This is just a hypothesis that they are going to research um, further. Now, it is also really important to note that these findings only apply to soybean oil, not to other soy products or other vegetable oils. So it's not a time to be throwing out your tofu, your soy milk, your edamame, or your soy sauce. It appears that it's just the soybean oil at this point that has some issues because those other foods um, have large amounts of really healthful compounds such as essential fatty acids and proteins and any food is a mixture of different things, some good and some bad. But it appears that in the soybean oil, um, the bad certainly outweighs any good that comes from it. Now, the research team were at pains to point out that they haven't yet isolated what chemicals in the oil that are responsible for the changes that they found in the gene expression. But they have ruled out a couple of candidates. So they seem to think that it's not linoleic acid since the modified oil also produced these genetic disruptions. And nor is it a compound called stigmasterol, um, which is a cholesterol-like compound that's formed uh, or found naturally in soybean oil. Um, and it's really an important part of their research that they go on to identify what are the elements in this soybean oil that is actually damaging for gene expression and for overall brain function. Now, there is a wider case in point here. There, there are, there's a couple of different camps out there when it comes to oils in the diet. There's some who believe that saturated fats that you find in things like coconut oil and butter are actually, and, and other animal products are actually bad for you. And then there's other people that think saturated fats aren't as bad as we once thought. And, and the dogma from the former group is that saturated fat is bad and that unsaturated fat is good. Now, soybean oil is a polyunsaturated fat, but the idea that that's good for you, particularly from soybean, um, is just not proven. And this study shows that, that it may actually be wrong. Now, the study group have suggested that this study could help design healthier dietary oils in the future. But my point is, why would you try to engineer oils that are healthy whenever there are lots of oils out there that are very healthy? I don't think anybody would argue with the idea that extra virgin olive oil is extremely healthy. And in fact, it is um, probably the healthiest oil that is out there. Um, monounsaturated fats, absolutely nailed on in the academic literature are good for you. There's lots of debate from the polyunsaturated versus the unsaturated, and you'll find very different viewpoints from the very different camps. Now, one of the researchers said that if there's one message that they want people to take away from this study is to reduce your consumption of soybean oil. And that is certainly something that I would endorse. Now, it does actually lead into a bit of a wider issue. And this whole debate um, that has been covered on this podcast a couple of times uh, about meat. And again, there are conflicting studies uh, about meat and the health or otherwise of meat and animal products and dairy. 
And this study actually jogged my memory about a study that I saw a number of years ago, which compared um, both the meat and the dairy from um, cows that were uh, that were reared in the United States versus cows that were reared in Europe. And, and what some of the data that particularly came out of the United States showed was that the fatty acids in, in both meat and dairy products from, from cows in the United States, or cows in general, this was a US study, um, was actually bad for your heart. Whereas when they compared it against European cows and the dairy from that, that showed that that type of fat, fatty acids found there were actually beneficial. And the main reason that the researchers gave at the time was that the U.S. cows tended to be fed uh, on grains and, and, and other additives in their diet, whereas European cows tended to be grass-fed. And I think um, that maybe soybean oil contributes to that because there's a lot of soybean oil in the diet of these grain-fed cows in the United States. So the big take-home for me is just eat natural food and eat animals that eat their natural food, not stuff that is force-fed that's not part of their natural diet. That's it for this week. Catch you next time. If you enjoyed today's episode and you think somebody else might benefit from it, uh, just share the episode with them. The other thing you can do to support the podcast is leave us a review because they really help. Catch you next time.